Welcome to the Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson podcast, where we talk about relationships, spirituality, life lessons, and all things that are possible. Today, I want to talk about a quote from Chadwick Balsman from the 2018 Howard University commencement speech that he gave. And I quote, Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. And this really hit home for me, not because I was clear about the career path that I wanted, not because I believed that there was a purpose for my life, but quite the contrary. I grew up believing that my life had no purpose, it had no meaning, and I often struggled with depression because I didn't see any purpose in my life. And when I went to school, I literally went to school because I had just left an abusive marriage. I was a single mother. I didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. And I knew that I was good at school and I knew that I can go and I can get an education and so that I can make some type of life for my daughter and I. And one evening I was coming from school and I heard this song on a radio by Guapale, Closer to My Dreams. And for the first time in my life, I had declared that I was going to leave a legacy in hopes that my daughter would live a better life than me. But that still didn't mean that I felt like my life had purpose. What that helped me to do was create goals for myself to reach. And I became so fixated on the outcome that I was still missing out on life. But I love what he says. Chatwood says, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. And what that says to me is that even though I may not have knew at the time what my purpose was, it did not mean that I didn't have a purpose. It just meant that I needed to do my job to seek that purpose out. Now, this show is called Intimate Conversations with Deatra Wright, so that means that I can be real. Well, it wasn't until I was in my second rehab, and it was about three o'clock in the morning, and I was talking with my roommate at the time, and she was pouring her heart out about her life. My response was just to encourage her. And prior to that conversation, I had told her, you know, I do this thing. I didn't really know what the thing was. I said, but when I do it, remind me that I'm just a sick person trying to get well because I didn't want to get caught up in my ego like I was the one helping people solve their problems when I was in that rehab broken just like everybody else. And so on that faithful evening, she said, are you doing that thing? And it was in that moment that I realized my purpose. I said, I'm only doing what I love. This is just what I love to do. And even though I didn't understand exactly what that meant. I knew there was something about hearing the condition of a person's heart and helping to lift them up out of pits through encouragement, through counsel, or just walking alongside of them. That meant something to me. But I was like, what type of career path is that where you can walk alongside of someone in their pain, when you could walk alongside of someone and encourage them and help them to become the best version of themselves. And whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggle along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. I didn't know that 
a part of my purpose was to be a mom, was to be a wife. I didn't know a part of my purpose was to develop coaches, develop leaders, and to help transform organizational cultures. I, I didn't know that was a part of my purpose. I didn't know that those were things that I would come to love. Now, I know we're talking about it from the perspective of, of roles, but it matters to me what people do with their life. It matters to me the quality of life that people live, the quality of their relationships. I remember I was once told that having a life without a purpose for me made me feel like it was better off for me to not even be here because that's how much having purpose for my life meant to me. And it took me a long time to change the value that I placed on myself, that I placed on my purpose in my life. Because remember, I started out being that young, broken, single mom, going to school, getting a degree just to take care of my daughter. It wasn't about living a purpose. It was about survival. And I've come a long way from that girl. Chadwick said, whatever you choose, whatever you choose, which tells us that the power of who we become and the power of what we do is up to us. And I know that right now in the world, we're trying to break away from oppression, racial oppression. But I was recently watching a documentary on Shirley Chrism. And if you don't know who that is, that's an African-American woman from the East Coast who ran for president. I said, if she could do what she did in her era, then there is nothing that can stop us from doing what we need to do in ours. He said, whatever you choose. And sometimes we feel like we're powerless. I don't have a choice. I don't get to choose. Like this is just the life that was laid out for me. And I believe that for a long time, the life that was laid out for me was that I was just going to be in survival mode. Not even living paycheck from paycheck, but being on welfare with multiple kids and abusive relationships. That's what I thought my life was going to pan out to be. But somewhere along the lines, I knew within myself that I had the power to choose, that I could create the life that I wanted for me. But in order to do that, I needed to get to know me, get to loving me so that when I create the life, I can enjoy it and that I can have the desired quality of life. Not just what things look like on the outside, but I wanted to have a better quality of life on the inside. I knew that I can get a job. I knew that I can do great work, but I was tormented on the inside. I was in grave suffering and I was embarrassed and ashamed. And so I, you know, I found a way out. He said, whatever you choose, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you. And sometimes, you know, we don't want to go through the pain of things. So we stop before we ever start or we'll get started and then find a way out in the middle of the process. And over the past few years, I have really learned how to endure through the pain of the process, understanding that I needed the shaping. I needed the character building. I needed the tools. And I determined within myself that this was a good pain. This was a pain that built me up that revealed to me how strong I was. This was a pain that I needed to help me to face and overcome obstacles, to face and overcome fears, to face and overcome beliefs that was keeping me in dark places. In the darkest time of my life, I learned 
the purpose of pain that is not there to destroy you, but it's there to make you. It's there to help you to see that leaning to your own understanding will only keep you in confusion. But if you look to God, if you look to your higher power to direct your path, he will do that. And that's what I began to do. I began to surrender my old ideals, surrender, lean into my own understanding because I was tired of walking around that same mountain. And I began to look to my God to direct my path. And when I did that, my purpose was being revealed to me that who I was created to be was being shaped. And my fight became about how do I demonstrate love? How do I make love transparent? How do I make love trump my fears of rejection or abandonment or insecurity? My greatest purpose on this earth is to love and to give love away freely, without restriction, without fear. The truth of the matter is, is that I'm powerless over most things in this life. But what I do have power over is what I put into the atmosphere. And what I experienced firsthand is that love heals. Love open doors. Love is the path that is laid underneath our feet. Love is the lamp that shines a light on the path. And so when I embody love, I'm living out my purpose. Now I know in Chadwick's speech, he talks about a career path. And I remember I used to watch these cooking shows like Chop for example. And I would see people fighting to demonstrate how much they love cooking food. And it meant a great deal to them. They poured themselves into learning how to cook amazing food because it was the way that they best showed love. I used to watch them in awe. Like, how, how are they doing that? It was magical to me, not because they were cooking. I knew like if I wanted to cook, I can go to culinary school or I can cook in my kitchen. Like it wasn't about cooking. It was about how do they find the courage to step on the path that leads towards them doing something that they absolutely love doing and make a financial life out of it. How do you do that? I was so busy settling and it didn't matter even if I was settling for a six-figure job in a Fortune 500 corporation, it was still settling if I wasn't doing what I loved. It's not about money. It's about this notion of being shaped for your purpose. And when we look at it from that perspective, that the things that we go through in our life is about being shaped for our purpose, then the pain itself of enduring through anything takes on a whole new meaning, takes on a whole new energy and attitude. I was working with two leaders today who, when we first began six months ago, they were really struggling with effectively leading their team, with motivating their team. They felt discouraged and, and broken and ill-equipped to turn things around within their team. And just four months later, many things have transpired to help transform the culture of their team. And I asked them, was the pain worth it? Was the pain of trusting the process and going through the process worth it? And one of the leaders was like, well, the change was going to happen anyway. And I said, no, the change happened because of choices that you made along the way. And that's what Chad, what is talking about. He said, whatever you choose. And it's not just one 
choice is multiple choices. Whatever you choose, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Both agree that the pain that they endured through was worth the gains that they are experiencing as leaders and the gains that they're witnessing their team experience. A part of my purpose, the part that I really love, is helping people to see what's possible, is encouraging them to take a step towards what's possible, and then witnessing them take those courageous steps. And I get so excited when they start talking about the outcome. Like, well, what What happened next? I was speaking to another leader. She said, we got to figure out exactly what it is that you do. We got to put some type of name to it because it's not a life coach and it's not just a business coach. It's more like you're both of those combined because the work that you do with leaders is not just to help them at work, but it's to change their life. And I don't hear people talking about helping a leader to change their life. Like the work that you're going to do with me is going to change your life. And she said, why is that? Why, why is it that their life is going to change? And I said, because I work with people on three levels, relationship with self, relationship with others, and then relationship with the work. And anytime you're looking at the relationship with yourself, that is going to impact your whole life. When we're looking at relationship with others, it's not just with those you're on a team with at work, but those you're on a team with outside of work, with your significant other, with your children, with your family, with your friends. And with the work, it's about how you value what you do, why you value what you do. And how do you make that transparent in your daily choices? One leader I work with, she wouldn't spend not two minutes thinking about or working on a project or an assignment that I've given her. And I said, you're going to have to make more time if this matters to you in your in your life. And not just while you're at work. You're going to have to make time in your mind, in your emotions. In your thought life, you're going to have to make time and make room. And you know what she said after that? She said, you know, it's so uncomfortable because I didn't realize how much I wasn't making time for what mattered to me. And that since I've been making time for what matters to me, I've been finding that I'm less stressed. I'm less overwhelmed. I'm less flustered. And it's because her actions began to align to her truth. It aligned to what was really valuable to her, not just to be the best leader she could be, but to be the best person she could be. And to be the best person you can be starts with how you treat yourself and that our our purpose goes beyond what we do. Our purpose is in how we do what we do and why we do what we do, not just in what we do. Whatever you choose. Is how Chadwick starts off that conversation. He says, whatever you choose for a career path, a path, a path. There's so many different paths we could take in our life. We could take the easy road, no obstacles on it, not even a hill, okay? All you got to do is just walk straight, it's easy. It don't even take thought. It don't take consideration. It don't take creativity. And oftentimes we take that role. We take that easy role thinking that that's the better way. You know, we take that role where it don't require for us to have any courage. 
It don't require for us to have any boldness. It don't require for us to think outside of the box. Like we take the safest road, never finding out how powerful we can be, never finding out how creative we could be, never finding out where our courage could lead us, never finding out what it's like to dare greatly, as Brene Brown would say. And then some of us take roles that are filled with potholes that we never can see until we step in them. Some of us take roads where there's so many obstacles in our way that we can never find peace. We can never find rest. All there is is chaos on that road. And and we don't realize that the chaos is on that road because we chose it and because we created the chaos on it because of what goes on in our minds, because of how we allow our emotions to lead us. And then there are those who take a path where there's a combination of chaos, of obstacles, of smooth sailing, of hills and mountains and and rocks and rivers and different wild beasts because we're up for the challenge. That we're not creating it in our minds, but what we've created in our minds is that We don't care the obstacle. We shall overcome. We shall overcome every obstacle that get in our way. And every crooked place shall be made plain. Because when you believe and when you have faith and when you operate in courage and boldness to face difficult things, you will always win. You will always overcome. You will always conquer. Remember the struggles along the way, Chatwood says, are only meant to shape you for your purpose. So what road are you going to take? What path are you going to take? Are you tired of taking that easy path? Are you tired of that road where you're creating so much chaos with your mind? Where you're tired of being afraid? Where you're tired of being overcome by the obstacles in your life? Are you ready for that path that no matter what obstacle come in your way, no matter how crooked the road is, that it shall be made straight because of your faith, because of what you believe about yourself, and because you are determined to manifest your purpose in your life? Like Chatwood said, whatever you choose. And what I want you to know, it doesn't matter what road you're on today. It doesn't matter what path you're on today. You could be like, man, I really got off course. And and I could feel you if that's you. Because there was a time when I was working in corporate America. I was making good money. I was traveling to different places. And I was so miserable. And I remember feeling trapped. Trapped because now I had a mortgage. I had a family that I was supporting. And... There was no way that I could leave that job. There was no way that I could start all over again because I had allowed myself to be in financial bondage to that job and to the lifestyle that I created for myself. But when you have faith, when you have faith, it gives you the courage to do the unthinkable. And I remember that that early morning where I called my mom and I said, mom, I'm going to quit my job. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? Like, do not quit that good job. And I said, mom, I didn't call you to ask you for permission to quit the job. I was calling to tell you that I'm quitting this job and I'm going to believe God for what he's called me to do. And I wasn't really clear at the time what God had called me to do, but I knew that I had a greater purpose than what I was doing and that it wasn't worth squandering another day of my life. Now, yeah, sure, I appreciated the benefits that I got from working in that job, but it wasn't a career path. 
It was a survival path. I had grown so tired of being in survival mode. I had grown so tired of being afraid to be me, of of trusting what was inside of me, to allow it to come out, to create the room in my own mind, to create the room in my own emotions, to create the room in my own creativity, to let out what was trapped inside of me. Whatever you choose for a career path, Remember, the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. And I encourage you to look for the gains. Look for the wins. Look for the small shifts. Look for the growth. Look for the strength. Look for the increase in determination and perseverance. Look for the courage. Look at how all of those things are shaping and molding you into the person that you want to be. You deserve to be and to live out your purpose. And you deserve to take your purpose so serious that even if you are a 64, 70-year-old woman, that is not too late. It's not too late to change course, to get on a different path, to travel a new road. It's not too late. No matter the storms that you've been through in your life, it's not too late. Whether you've been in abusive relationships, whether you struggle with addiction, whether you lost your kids, whether you lost so many jobs, whether you don't even know where to begin, I want to tell you it's not too late. The opportunity is still available to you, but it's up to us to seek out the opportunity and then take advantage of it. It's up to us to choose to live out loud. It's up to us to choose the path that will lead to our purpose. It's up to us to choose to be shaped. It's up to us. So like Chadwick said, whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson. It's been a privilege and an honor to reveal myself to you, and I look forward to our next conversation. Until then, take care of you.